Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, sexual content, human suffering, penis, cruelty, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Want to get in the sack with me? Oh no, not you. I was talking to the animal testicles. I'm Adam. These pay-by-the-hour hotels have sure gone downhill since Dr. Graham's time. I'm Kelly. Hey honey, my iridium pills arrived. I just have one question. You ever had sex with a glow stick? I'm Sean. That's right, honey. Now I possess all the virility of the mighty guinea pig. I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello everybody and welcome back, where this week on Acid Pop we'll be talking about erectile dysfunction. That's right, this week it's dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Is this some sort of intervention? (laughs) Sean, we wanted to talk to you about your flaccid penis. No, Andy's just projecting. It happens to a lot of men. (laughs) It does. In fact, it happens to almost every man. What? Yeah. This is news to me. (laughs) To the first half or the second half, Adam, so... (laughs) Let's start off with some etymology. Uh, erectile comes from erect, which means upright and not bending, which is from the Latin erectus. Upright, elevated, lofty, eager, alert, aroused, resolute, or arrogant. <laughs> That's a lot of definition to that word. Yeah. I say like seven out of ten of those apply to me right now. <laughs> Did you say arrogant? Arrogant. <laughs> it's not how I've ever described a penis. <laughs> Look at that cocky uh, <laughs> I'm going to use that in fan fiction in the future. His arrogance. Oh, God. (laughs) No. She caressed his arrogance. Sora grabbed Riku's arrogance. Excuse me? It's perfect. Dysfunction comes from failure to function, abnormality, or impairment of function from the Greek dis, bad, ill, hard, difficult. Yeah, it is. And function coming from the Latin functionum, a performance or an execution. Oh, weird. (laughs) Probably not the other execution, right? (laughs) I didn't really put the time in. So I got a little bit of trivia for you guys today. What? He's a penis. (laughs) No true or false, because true and false would just be like, hey, what do you think about wieners? True or false? Heard about them dicks, huh? (laughs) True. True. Should we put a disclaimer at the beginning of this one? (laughs) Penis. All our episodes come with disclaimers. I think this one's going to need a special one. You know? I've got uh, some fill in the blanks. What is the most common age for men to start seeing symptoms of erectile dysfunction? Hmm. 45. 38. I don't know. (laughs) Well, none of us know. That's the point. It might be slightly more important to you than me, so. Hmm. 27. Wow. Wow. Stops working then. (laughs) It just shuts off. Sean is closest at 45, Hmm. without going over. It is 50, 50 years old. You hit 50 and things just start not quite working. Ooh, 16 years left. And the older you get, the worse it becomes. (laughs) There's varying degrees of this for everybody, so don't get so sad yet. You could be plowing way into your 80s. (laughs) With medicine these days. How long in size is the world's largest erection? Hmm. Oh, man. 
I think I've heard that once they get to a certain length, they just don't get up anymore. It's just too much mass. Gravity's working against them. Yeah. Once they get to a certain length, you pass out. <laughs> too much blood leaving your head or entering your head. Sounds like a slide whistle. Pythagoras decreed it. But the biggest, like, ever on record. Uh, 15 inches, which would be 45 centimeters. I was going to say, like... Two feet. <laughs> I, I wrap it around my leg for easy travel. But it's like the biggest ever. It's got to be big, right? So we're talking human. I mean, we're <laughs> yeah, I know. I know <laughs> Fourteen oh, no. inches. Thirty-seven and a half centimeters. I'm, Kelly went over, but I'm going to give it to her anyway because she was so close. Oh. Uh, the world's largest erection is owned by Mr. Jonah Falcon, and it weighs in at 13.5 inches. Oh, man. That seems almost like a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> I think it seems exactly like a hassle. <laughs> exactly one hassle. From the little interview I read with him, he's like, yeah, I don't get a whole lot of play. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's nine and a half when he just unfurls it. <laughs> Comes out like a roll of bubble tape. It's like one of those party horns. <laughs> okay. How long in length of time is the world's longest erection? Well, I mean, if it goes over a certain length of time, you're supposed to see your doctor. <laughs> yeah. After two hours. Three days. Oh, man. I was going to say that. Uh, four days. Two years. <laughs> oh, God. You're all wrong, but Kelly at least had the years part right. Oh, no. Oh, man. The world's longest erection lasted for 10 years. No. Holy crap. Charles Lennon had erectile dysfunction, and he had a plastic and steel apparatus inserted into his penis so he could basically make it go up and down at will. They describe it as, it looks like plastic coins with steel wires. (laughs) Huh. He turned it on and lost the remote. (laughs) They replaced a lot of tissue that would fill with blood. Unfortunately, they installed it wrong, and his penis was stuck erect for 10 years. Why couldn't they have fixed it in that 10-year span? He ran off saying, you'll never catch me. (laughs) He didn't think that was that much of a problem and he had also had open heart surgery which his doctors now say if we cut open his penis he might die <laughs> his whole heart might come out we don't know in, in a tearful interview he says i can no longer hug people ride a bike swim or wear bathing trunks because of the pain and embarrassment <laughs> no longer give presentations in front of class but i can carry in three bags of groceries at once <laughs> this erection lasted from his age of 58 to 68 hmm. and i assume it's still going they don't say it ever stopped <laughs> 10 years of going he did get four hundred thousand dollars from the manufacturers wow wow that buys a lot of big pants <laughs> <laughs> gotta wear hammer pants <laughs> uh, let's do a few terms what is the sea of vitality it's a place on the moon i think <laughs> the sea of vitality the sea of vitality it's a really fancy name for your testes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what resides inside. There's a uh, group of people that think that vitamin C can cure erectile dysfunction, and that's the name of their movement, <laughs> the C of vitality. Yep, yep. So like the airborne has a much different use. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't expect anybody to get that. The sea of vitality is, a, is a, one of the five acupuncture acupressure points you can use to cure erectile dysfunction. Oh, where is it? Uh, if you find your lower back and right where your belly button would be, you press on that for about a minute. Okay. And then you rub it for a minute to generate heat. <laughs> and then it will cure your impotence, lower back pain, and premature ejaculation. If you have both impotence and premature ejaculation. <laughs> How do you have both? <laughs> well, you know, the other ones being the gate of origin. Ooh, sure. Bubbling springs. Ooh. Bigger stream and three mile point. Bubbling is not a word I want associated with that part. 
<laughs> Watch this, it does tricks. <laughs> Many of these are located on your feet or legs, which apparently are connected to your dick. I don't know. I mean, they all are at some point. What is apomorphine? Apomorphine. It's the opposite of regular morphine. It makes you feel so much more. <laughs> Appa. That's... Apo. Apo. Oh, okay. Alpo. <laughs> Chapeau. That's a hypoallergenic form of morphine. Yep. <laughs> God, he's right. It's a generic of Viagra. <laughs> Store brand. So for the longest time, many cultures used lotus flowers. Like, ah, oh, I can't get it up. I better eat this lotus. Oh, and that stopped working. They started using rhino horn. <laughs> That's, we'll get into that. <laughs> Apomorphine is the chemical that comes from the lotus flowers that basically mimics dopamine in your brain. Hmm. So it can work on erectile dysfunction if the problem with your wiener was that you were depressed or anxiety or things like that. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's plausible. Yeah. yeah. Sure. What is cantharidin? Cantharidin. Sounds like a magical faraway place. <laughs> Erectus cantharidin. <laughs> it's a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> and it's used exactly for what we're talking about. To cause or remove. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's the eighth deadly curse. <laughs> Ken Tharadim is the leading scientist in erectile dysfunction. Yes, Ken Tharadim. <laughs> Dr. Ken Thardim. <laughs> Sorry. No, just a dude. <laughs> Didn't go to penis medical school. Just a regular guy. Uh, I'm just going to stick to my answer. It's a generic for Viagra. Eventually that's going to be right. <laughs> Maybe. Cantharidin is Spanish fly. Oh. Which you hear about so much. It's made of beetles. Hmm, really? <laughs> yeah. Those aren't flies. Yeah. And what it does is it irritates your penis, ah. <laughs> which may cause an erection. It's also a strong poison. <laughs> it raises its hackles. It tries to get up and fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> the Medicis were known for using Spanish fly to kill people. Oh. <laughs> they die with very embarrassing erections. <laughs> Thud. <laughs> No, wait, he's getting back up. God, this scoop is really irritating my penis. <laughs> Wonder who thought, you know, this kills people, but what if I rub it on myself? <laughs> hey, desperate time. Let, let me just try something here. I've irritated my penis. Pray I don't irritate it further. <laughs> I wonder if like like the lotus flower thing, you know, it's like maybe that works, but I wonder if like somebody was ever just doing something and they got an inconvenient erection and they just like blamed it on whatever they were doing just before. They're like, I was eating some lotus. You know how a lotus flower is doing. <laughs> There's all these beetles all over it. They were really irritating it. <laughs> it's a fight or flight reaction. <laughs> Um, and then I have, I'm going to name a few different things. I want you to tell me whether or not the Chinese have used them to cure erectile dysfunction. The answer is yes. <laughs> Let's start easy. Ginseng. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Gives you the energy you need. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It gives you energy and it ups your body's ability to handle environmental stress. Keyword ups. <laughs> well, that can't be true. We used to sell it in the store I worked in all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rhino horn. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's got to be, right? I'm pretty sure this is false, actually. What? No. Sean is correct. It is false. Oh, I learned that on the Rhino episode of Caustic Soda. It is something that a bunch of racist white people made up. Oh. <laughs> well, then. Although, if we're being completely honest, today, the rumor that it was used by the Chinese went through Vietnam. So now some Vietnamese are using rhino horn as a cure for impotence. Huh. Yeah, I thought that they actually used rhino horn like as a headache cure, not as an erectile cure. Yeah, it's definitely part of the medicine, but it's not for your wiener. Okay. Yeah. Ginger. Like the herb or a lady? <laughs> oh, redhead. <laughs> uh, false. 
I mean, this is for your tum tum. I know that much. <laughs> well, you know, if you have a stomach ache. Yeah, if if I calm my stomach down, that might that might rile some things up. If I have a calm stomach, I get a boner. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fiery. That seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah. This one is false. What? Woo. It is it is used as the uh, the tum yeah. tum medicine. <laughs> that works. It's proven. Yams. <laughs> There's no way. That's just a food staple in like every country in the world. But how convenient would that be then? <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> I'm going to say false for that one. I'll say true for all of them. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> it's true. The Chinese yam is often ground up and put into a tonic for your reproductive system. Any reproductive system. Doesn't have to just be dudes. Oh. It's not my fault I cheated, honey. You served yams last night. <laughs> and finally, seahorse. <laughs> Powdered. <laughs> not the liquid variety. You can't just scoop them out of the ocean and put them in your mouth. <laughs> Crunch. Uh, sure, I'll say true. I haven't said true in a while. Yeah, also true, I guess. Yeah, it's the uncurling of the tail. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. Powdered seahorse supposedly gives you more yang. Sure. And normalizes your sexual activity. I don't know what that means. We could always use more rang. Am I right, fellas? (laughs) I can't imagine powdering an animal. (laughs) Yeah, that's not great. Just dry it out. and then (laughs) There's got to be better ways to prepare any sort of animal. Drive over it a few hundred times. Just get that mortar and pestle out. And that was our acid pop quiz. So I suppose I should start out by saying, well, what causes erectile dysfunction? What doesn't? We all know what erectile dysfunction is, right? I don't have to define that. I I think I got it. <laughs> well, it turns out a lot of things cause erectile dysfunction. Like real things or fake things? Actual things. Okay. <laughs> the four most common causes are... The evil eye. Ghosts. Yeah, the evil eye. <laughs> yeah, bad spirits, humors, that sort of thing. <laughs> Full moons. Too much black bile. <laughs> and overconsumption of alcohol. Stress, fatigue, and anxiety. Sure. So... You're too tired, can't get it up. Too stressed, can't get it up. Just drank a 40 and you're prepared to die. What? What? <laughs> uh, uh, stress, fatigue, and anxiety were the last three? Yep. Oh, okay. Those are the four most common. As you get older, other things begin to cause it. And this is quite a list. <laughs> Diabetes. Oh. Obesity. Thyroid problems. Kidney issues. Sleep disorders. Really? Why would the kidney have anything to do with it? <laughs> Because it filters your blood and you can't have dirty blood in your wiener. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I don't want it in there, so yeah. Uh, Blood vessel damage. Yeah. Nerve damage. Sure. High blood pressure. That seems like that would help. Low blood pressure. High cholesterol. Low testosterone. Pelvic injuries. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sure. If somebody kicks you hard enough, it's just not going to go. Tobacco use. If it's not there, it can't go up. Tobacco use, really. Yeah. You smoke too much, then that's all that's going to come out of there. (laughs) Wiener turns into a tiny marble man. (laughs) Putting the cigarette in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) It's another trick. (laughs) Alcoholism and uh, some antidepressants. But I was taking that to cure the first thing. (laughs) And those those can be the the cause of all that. The easiest way to treat your impotence or erectile dysfunction is quit smoking. Stop being so depressed. Fuck up. Stop using illegal drugs. Stop drinking. Why specifically illegal drugs? Take the belt off your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise and maintain a healthy weight. So if you want boners, I guess live a lifestyle that gives boners. I feel like this is just an excuse to take a jab at illegal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All this cocaine took away my erection. <laughs> I say, man, if that was Dare's campaign in middle school, that probably would have worked a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Do you kids want to have sex? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're getting the wrong message across here. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> That's why they canceled Dare. <laughs> Get that dog out of here. 
the dare kids and the abstinence only kids are going to war in the streets. <laughs> but since this has been a problem, since time immemorial, there have been many, many ways that people have tried to cure erectile dysfunction. Dating back to Egypt, where they would take... Look, you're not performing in bed, right? Uh-huh. I mean, who said that? <laughs> so what I'm going to do for you is we have to go find some baby crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. I like where this is going. <laughs> then we're going to cut out their hearts. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Is this a turn on for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that? <laughs> Kalima. <laughs> and we're going to mush them up real good <laughs> and apply that to the penis. Gross. Outside or inside? Outside. <laughs> Whew, this on, isn't this. working. I don't think this is my thing. You get an erection so disgusting, you can't have sex, though. <laughs> I don't think I want this one to work. <laughs> As it turns out, there's a lot of, like, people turn to animals for their erectile dysfunction cures. <laughs> uh, one of the popular ones in the Kama Sutra, well, you know, everybody knows that book. Sure. Best I mean, book ever written. That book in itself is a cure, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to catch a bunch of wasps, guys. Wasps? So far, off to a bad start. <laughs> well, you're looking for swelling, right? <laughs> we got we got all these wasps. I need you to pluck the stingers out of them. <laughs> Are you doing it? Yes. Is this like one of those like karate lessons? <laughs> Just snatch them out of the air with chopsticks. Now mix those with oil. Why? Okay. Slather it. No, right it's full of stingers. I won't. You want an erection, don't you? <laughs> At what cost? How many wasps must die for my arousal? In Asian medicine, they often turn to uh, cape fur uh, seal penises. <laughs> There's like a strap on? <laughs> it's a marital aid, Sean. You cook it up and you eat it. Oh. This article does say they're very high in omega-3 fatty acids. <laughs> Good for the brain. Unfortunately, poaching cape fur seals is uh, illegal. They're endangered. <laughs> yeah, it turns out eating the genitalia of the fur seals is very bad for the fur seals. <laughs> <laughs> However, that does not prevent up to 8,000 seal pups and 6,000 adult males being killed a year for their penises. Wow. And deep down, I feel like these people know better. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just don't want to be using wasp stingers on them. <laughs> the seals have to be better. They just live in an apartment and they don't want that Viagra box showing up at their mailbox. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed if somebody saw. I'll just go kill some seals. Yeah. Hey, but you open your fridge and there's a seal penis. <laughs> <laughs> All these websites about erectile dysfunction have so many ads. <laughs> <laughs> what are they for? <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> let's say you're looking for a more surgical way to do this, but you still want some mumbo jumbo involving animals. I want modern medicine to cure my problems. So I want you to get rid of this penis and give me a, I don't know, horse? <laughs> yeah, just spitballing. <laughs> Obviously, your problem is that you don't have enough testicles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a surgeon named John R. Brinkley in 1917 said to himself, you know, I bet I could cure erectile dysfunction by sewing a goat testicle in with the other testicles. <laughs> they just need a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two or three buddies. <laughs> so? He went to a patient that was desperate enough and said, hey, you want a goat testicle? He said, yes, please. I'd like a, I'd like an erection, please. You look like you're out of options. Also, can we get back to the erectile dysfunction thing? <laughs> <laughs> so he sewed the goat's testicle in there and Bing. unsurprisingly, it did not work. Oh. oh, I was really hoping this would be the one. <laughs> he said, Doc, this was bad. <laughs> oh, no. The transformation is happening. Now get out of here, Billy. <laughs> This has not stopped people from attempting it with monkey testicles, dog testicles, cow testicles. At least the monkey testicles are closer. <laughs> Both whole and in slivers. Slivers? Yes. <laughs> yes. I hate to get a splinter from that. 
I don't want to go overboard with the extra testicles. Just give me like a quarter piece. <laughs> Just a wedge. I can only afford half of a goat testicle. <laughs> want to go halfsies on a goat testicle with me? <laughs> and while we're still on animals, let's say that you are the French Dr. Charles Edouard Brown Segard. <laughs> can I say that I am him? You can. Don't know if you want to. And it's the late 1800s, and you are 72 years old, and you say to yourself, I just cannot get an erection anymore. What do you think you'd do? Well, I'm French. I'd rub it with cheese. I'd yes. probably brutalize some animal and then eat it. <laughs> brutalize? That's what they do with their animals, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'd learn to define myself by something else than my erectile ability. <laughs> oh, we could all hope people were <laughs> as level-headed as Kelly. No, no, no. You're going to make an extract of dog and guinea pig semen. Sure. And just inject it right into yourself. No. <laughs> inject it where? You know, it doesn't say, but <laughs> I'm sure we can guess. We can make some assumptions. I just picture him standing in front of the mirror with this syringe like, ah, uh, no, maybe. Oh, hmm. <laughs> guinea pig? <laughs> Does this look bigger to you? I don't know. Why do you have a needle? What's in there? Nothing. Guinea pig, one of the most virile of pets. <laughs> They do breed like rabbits. It's true. Yeah, why didn't he do a rabbit? Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've tried everything that the animals can give us. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. It's time to turn to science. <laughs> well, before we quite get to science. <laughs> <laughs> There's other avenues? It's one more stop. Let's stop by at uh, rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of science <laughs> Now, strychnine <laughs> is a very powerful rat poison. <laughs> I think it's just a good poison in general look how hard that rat is <laughs> let's bring a mortis sean yeah <laughs> i got an idea kind of makes you think doesn't it <laughs> well you know it's easier to get in the mood when you don't have rats running around the house <laughs> that's true yeah it's sort of the whole ginger thing again <laughs> tummy's good rats are dead let's get at it yeah in the early 20th century strychnine was often prescribed for impotence and this is if you had severe impotence like it was just laying there <laughs> Borderline lethal impotence. <laughs> and here's the deal. You would see improvement. Wow. Until you started to get sick and died. <laughs> so your toenails fell out. <laughs> now, any medication is bad if you take it wrong, but I feel like strychnine, as we know, is a poison. Well, any medicine sounds bad when you call it a poison. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what, Adam? <laughs> Doctor says, if you don't see improvement in a year, I'll give you your money back. Ha ha ha. So we don't want to drink poison. That's that's fair. Here, here. But how about we do some recycling? Sure. You know what has some of your testosterone in it already when it comes out? Aluminum cans? <laughs> yes. Aluminum cans have your testosterone in them. <laughs> My hair? <laughs> that too. Urine? Kelly is correct. It is pee. Oh. Is that true, though? Does it have some testosterone in yes, it? Yes, it has small amounts of testosterone and androgen. Okay. Say so one part per million. So just pee in a pile and give yourself the old gluggish head. No. <laughs> <laughs> no need to dirty your glass. All those dumb animals couldn't help me. I'll help myself. <laughs> oh. Honey, why are you sitting upside down in a chair with a tube? <laughs> just go in the bedroom and wait for a few minutes. <laughs> no kissing today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, drinking our pee didn't work. You didn't even give it a chance. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't work. That's 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 fine. We can't solve it by drinking stuff, and we can't solve it with animals. So, the devil must be making me impotent. <laughs> I was kind of wondering when we were going to get to ghosts. Old scratch. <laughs> now wait a second. Isn't the devil going to want you to have sex? Hmm. 
Hmm. That's sort of his thing. You're right. It's God's fault. <laughs> if you were a good Christian man, the devil would not want you to procreate and make more Christians. Yeah. Ah. He'd want you to do that before you were married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he gives you the erections before you're married, but after you're married, takes them right away. Yeah, and then he taketh away. <laughs> In the ancient medieval textbook for witch hunters called the Malice... Malleus Malefac... Maleficarum. Maleficarum, thank you. Nicely done, Adam. Translated as the Hammer of Witches. <laughs> it says that men with impotence problems must track down the witch that is taking away their virility. Then <laughs> ask nicely to have it back? Finally, we get to the root of the problem. It's those women taking away our erections. <laughs> and talk about a witch hunt. <laughs> it says, once you find the witch, you must persuade them with violence if necessary to restore your boner. <laughs> I do some sexy witch stuff. <laughs> you've got 32 teeth. You've got 32 chances to give me my erection back. <laughs> so you just burned a lady at the stake. <laughs> and you're, and you're still not ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Try another lady. I already tried killing baby alligators. I don't get it. Who do I need to murder? <laughs> it's too bad you got rid of that lady because why don't you just have a woman hold on to it for a while? Not move. She just holds. <laughs> Wait, not your hand? <laughs> No, she, she, holds, she holds your penis oh. and then just she just cups it. I feel like we should have tried this one from the very start, right? <laughs> Does she at least get a book or something? <laughs> Are Game Boys a thing yet? <laughs> no, in this picture, it looks like she's just staring lovingly into her husband's eyes. <laughs> well, of course, that's how they illustrated it. You can still cook dinner, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I guess all these things haven't worked, so we might try some science. I think the hand-holding could work. The hand-holding might work. The what-holding? <laughs> <laughs> the hand that is holding. <laughs> so let us try, very first off, a lovely coitus training apparatus. Coitus training. And one, and two, and one, and two. Is this like, did they take the things from like bowling alleys? Like the bumpers on the side? They did, yeah. You just guide that thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, the coitus training apparatus invented in 1940 kind of looks like forceps for men. So there's a large metal ring where you start sticking your penis through and then a small metal ring where you secure the head. Okay. And you just stretch that thing out there and it's on some steel runners. Oop, that's a sleeper hold. (laughs) So now that your penis is being held in place, simply put the condom over it and jam it into your wife. So cold. (laughs) Many wives complained that it was uncomfortable, but the ad said... But the ad said they were lying. If you were good enough (laughs) at sex, your wife wouldn't even notice. (laughs) (laughs) She won't even know it's there. So this must be your fault. (laughs) Wow, way to turn it around. Whoever made that ad was a genius. (laughs) Provided you were using cast iron condoms up till this point. (laughs) And wives also complained of having to retrieve the apparatus after the sex was done. What's the (laughs) de-rusting? Great, now I have (laughs) lockjaw. But I mean, this is essentially sort of a precursor to a cock ring. Yeah. Yeah. And those will make you hard. This is how some fetishes started. Okay, so we rusted our uh, <laughs> our coitus trainer. Why don't we spend a couple hundred quid to go to Dr. Graham's <laughs> celestial bed? Okay, sounds spacious. <laughs> One would think. In his sky palace. <laughs> Dr. Graham's celestial bed had a... <laughs> okay, so it's about 12 feet long. Wow. And nine feet across. 
and it spins when you turn on the disco ball. It does. <laughs> Mirrors on the ceiling. <laughs> it was said to provide electromagnetic energy, and it is covered in gilded dragons and pictures of goddesses. <laughs> the goddess Hymen, to be particular. And if that doesn't get you in the mood, I don't know what will. It's said that the mattress was stuffed with hair from virile horses, as well as sweet new wheat or oat straw. <laughs> rose leaves. Does the celestial bed smell like a pasture to you? <laughs> a magnetic horsehair bed. So romantic. <laughs> If you put it in a corner, it shakes. It said that the headboard crackled with electricity. <laughs> what? That sounds super dangerous. Says who? <laughs> and inscribed upon it was in Latin, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. <laughs> you could also tilt the frame for various angles so that the lovers upon it could easily put themselves into better positions. Wow. Hmm. Where do I get one? Uh, well, there was only one. Oh. And it existed in 1781. It's kind of a collector's item. <laughs> I don't see a picture here. It doesn't look as big in the picture. It looks like a tarot card. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, we did find out that magnetism does not work on boners. Yeah, only if you get the opposite polarity. (laughs) There's iron in your blood. (laughs) Implant a magnet into it. (laughs) Okay, let's go back into putting things on our penis, or rather, let's go into putting things in our penis. Well, here come the fetishes again. (laughs) (laughs) Screwdrivers, drinking straws. (laughs) (laughs) The earliest penile implants were simply metal rods that you stuck in in your urethra. Tink, tink, tink. (laughs) Just straight in there. Now, speaking of the metal rods, a lot of cultures said to themselves, man, I bet you that my husband cannot get an erection because he's been masturbating too much. Hmm. There's that devil again. So what I have here and I'm showing Adam is a hooked rod. Oh, no. I didn't know what I was looking at till this very moment. (laughs) That goes down into your penis. No. And hooks down into the bladder. I thought it was a picture of like the ear canal or something. (laughs) I thought it was a fishing hook. If you try to abuse yourself, it will squirt nitric acid into your bladder. No! What? (laughs) What happens if you have regular old sex? I assume you remove it before that. (laughs) Does nitric acid do something special in there, or is it just unpleasant all the time? It doesn't say. Couldn't you just make him wear mittens? (laughs) (laughs) No, mittens are too sexy. Yeah, chastity mittens. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those good old chastity mittens. And and the most scientific of the things I have here. So magnetism didn't work. Uh, There was an electric belt that could give shocks to your dick. (coughs) That Uh, was supposed to fix erectile dysfunction or stop erections? It's supposed to fix it. They thought electricity could do a lot of things. (laughs) So electricity doesn't work. Magnetism doesn't work. How about radiation? That could work. Radium was very popular in the 1900s. Uh. Still flaccid, but now it glows in the dark. (laughs) I have this pleasant, warm feeling. (laughs) Oh, the ad even says, undark, shine in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) It's a radium suppository. Good. You just put it up in there and you can have erections until you die of radiation poisoning. (laughs) Days later. We had to stop using uh, radium in 1938. So this went on for like 38 years. Wow. (laughs) So we talked about all the crazy stuff, but what actually works? Therapy. (laughs) Widening your blood vessels. The the antidepressants, except for the ones that cause it. (laughs) Those work. Uh, we have all the Viagras and stuff. Yeah. Penis pumps, surprisingly, do work. I thought that was more of like a mechanical fix rather than a permanent fix. It is a mechanical fix. And for penis pumps, I have some uh, drawbacks here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will have bruises and blistering. Blisters, really? Yep. On your wiener. On the inside. <laughs> Where it counts. Your wiener will begin to discolor. <laughs> So now you have an erection, but no one wants it near them. <laughs> looks like a monster. Your erection looks like it went three rounds with Mike Tyson. 
Uh, you might have lymphatic fluid buildup. For those of you that don't know, lymphatic fluid is the watery stuff that's in your blisters. So there's the blisters again. If you use your penis pump too much, what is described here is imagine like a donut of lymphatic fluid around the tip of your dick. (laughs) It's like a water wing. It says you can massage that down. (laughs) Massage. (laughs) If you continue to use the pump, your natural erections will decrease in frequency. Hmm. I suppose if you're going from zero to zero, that's not. Yeah, I suppose. The worst of it all is a penile fracture. Oh, God. Oh, I thought you guys didn't have bones in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a baculum. Baculum? What is it? Baculum. Yeah, that's it. Scott Baculum. <laughs> um, a penile fracture happens when the sheath of tissue that encapsulate the erection chambers rips under the strain of big pressure. <laughs> From what I understand, it sounds like a popping balloon. No. <laughs> you have to have surgery if it's a bad blowout. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have surgery to correct it or it just won't go up anymore. Uh, no, it's okay. I have a spare. <laughs> if you drop below 10 PSI. <laughs> Is that cold or hot? (laughs) And I've got just a fun uh, penis pump story here for us. Penis pump driver crashes into bus. (laughs) Now, was he driving a truck full of penis pumps? No, uh, this unnamed 42-year-old man in a Slovakian town of Levis was on his way to his lady friend's house. And he said, oh, God, I can't let her see me use this thing. (laughs) I can't show up without an erection. (laughs) So he began to take down his pants and uh, suction his dick, as it were. (laughs) Being distracted as he was, he crashed directly into a bus where they discovered him unconscious, half naked, and with a vacuum (laughs) pump on his penis. It's a great story for parties later. Say he was unconscious, but his member was ready to go. (laughs) Saw the whole thing, officer. (laughs) And then as we do know Viagra works, uh, I'm going to give you a couple stories of uh, overdoses. Whoa. So in 2013, Gentile Ramirez Poliana went into the hospital with a gigantic gangrenous penis. Gangrenous? Gangrenous. He overdosed on Viagra because he wanted to impress his new girlfriend with the size and virility of his penis. (laughs) She was really into zombies. After three days, he said, I ought to go get this smelly penis looked at. (laughs) It seems to be rotting. God. To prevent gangrene from spreading, they had to remove his penis and testicles. (sighs) Oh, I mean, it's just just the way it goes. So it says one pill. See the doctor after four hours. What does it say about three pills? <laughs> see the doctor after 12 hours. <laughs> well, at least he doesn't have any reason to do it again. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more pills next time. <laughs> I don't have a year for this, but a man in Russia named Sergei Tuganov is uh, labeled as a hero for dying as hard as he went into this world. <laughs> The 28-year-old Russian was bet by two beautiful women. They said, we will give you $4,300 if you can satisfy us for 12 hours. Hmm. Jesus. It's like, everyone's going to have rug burns. <laughs> Sergei, take, took an, Sergei take an entire bottle. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that crazy Russian. Sergei took an entire bottle of Viagra in hopes to win his bet. <laughs> How many pills are in a bottle? I don't know. More than three, I'm guessing. This is really sounding like a deer hustler. I never thought this would happen to me sort of story. (laughs) He took the bet and he won the bet. Yay. He immediately had a heart attack and died. Oh, God. Showed them. (laughs) We called emergency services, but it was too late. There was nothing we could do, said one of the women. (laughs) (laughs) And they couldn't even close the coffin lid. (laughs) The tiny little extension. (laughs) And finally, in 2010, a man in Kolkata, India, nearly died after his boner lasted 21 days after a overdose of Viagra causes a blood clot in his penis. Uh, They had to remove three pints of blood from this man's dick. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Sure that wasn't his leg? <laughs> Wait, what does a penis look like again? Ah, uh, whatever. Picture a pint of beer in your head and then multiply that by three. Uh, it took him three weeks to actually go to the doctor for this. <laughs> so the moral of the story is don't overtake Viagra. And don't be embarrassed if you do. And that's really all I have for you guys. Does anybody have any erectile <laughs> dysfunction stories? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I had a, a brief encounter with erectile dysfunction. I sort of had a uh, a point where I like it didn't work the way I was hoping, and then I got sort of like got in my own head about it, and I was like focused so hard on it that I couldn't get an erection because I was too worried about not having an erection, huh. and that went on for like a week. I just literally I was just stuck in this loop where I just couldn't stop thinking about it, and then I finally was like, you know what? I just need to relax, and then everything was fine. So Sean just described exactly what I, the story I was going to yeah. tell you guys. <laughs> It was like, oh, no, it doesn't work. Why won't it work? Yeah. And then eventually you're just like, oh, I guess maybe it'll probably start working eventually. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got to get out of your own way. I just want to just say that at the end. I mean, that stuff happens. And, yeah. you know, there's there's help out there. Don't don't give up. Don't don't rub animal parts on yourself. It afflicts <laughs> all men. Yeah. At some point or another. Don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up. And don't beat it up. <laughs> it's not its fault either. Don't electrocute it. Don't fill it full of wasp stingers. <laughs> no need for metal rods. Unless that's your thing. No. Yeah. Sound, sound away. Uh, so, what are your morals worth, folks? <clears throat> what are your morals worth? I'm not killing any baby alligators. You're not killing any baby alligators? So for every cure I have on here, I will give you an amount of money, and you must try the cure. And then I'll double that amount of money... Every time you try another cure. How much do I have to give you to start the first one? I mean, there's some on there that aren't that bad. Kelly, you, ha- you have a magic imaginary penis now. <laughs> Am I starting with ginseng? Yeah. Yeah, right? We're, we're, we're doing the, the wacky stuff. So oh. crocodile hearts, wasp stingers. <sighs> See, I'd, I'd run through all the topical stuff. No problem. Even the alligator hearts? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, if somebody gave me the alligator hearts, if I had to kill them myself. Do I have to go kill the alligator? Uh, no, let's let's say you found some, some Just, cool doctor that has all this stuff for you. Okay, that, in that case. Do we get to pick the order we do them in? You can. <laughs> trying to remember what all else there was. So there was there was alligator hearts. That's probably first. Second would maybe be the wasp no. goop. No way. Well, apply gently. <laughs> yeah, but then there's the poisonous beetles, and I, that's definitely I mean, bottom up topical. They were just irritating, right? They're not like dangerous. If you well, you have to eat it. Oh, oh, that's why it's a poison. Oh, I thought you said that one was topical. No, said so the Medici's used it to kill people. Mm. <laughs> oh. I think we can all agree that rat poison is going to be pretty far to the end. Yeah, strychnine's pretty low down on there. Okay, so I do alligator hearts. I do wasp goop. I do penis pump. <laughs> I do. I don't know if that counts as wacky. <laughs> Not wacky enough. I do the lotus flower. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's not poisonous. Yeah. Is rhino horn on the list? How, how much do I have to pay you to inject animal semen into you? Oh. No, no way. I, I already don't like needles, and that's that's in a no-go. What if I just give, like, I give you like five gerbil testicles in, in your... <laughs> the, the idea of surgery is also not super great. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of gross. But once I get over the gross factor, I mean, it's not like I'm going to get pregnant. So yeah, but like, won't the body like reject, you know, an animal body part in you? Well, no, I'm talking about the semen. Oh, well, still, 
I think you can just inject random fluids into yourself safely. Yeah, you can. <laughs> sure. Your body's got lots of systems in place to deal with that stuff, as long as it's not toxic. Your body is constantly expecting semen to be injected into your bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about I, if, like, look, we give you a nice belt that shocks your balls? I'd probably take that over any of the needles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can lay down on that bed. It doesn't say anybody died in it, but it does sound like a death trap. <laughs> I'm allergic to horses, so. The coitus trainer? <laughs> That one didn't seem too bad. Just kind of clamp your dick. <laughs> that seems worse for a Kelly than me. And of course, 15 Viagra. <laughs> There's probably like five or so that I'd actually do. Yeah. It doubles every time. Yep. What are we starting at? We get to choose where we start. Oh. I want you to go up in difficulty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd probably go up to five. Let's start you at $1,000. Ooh. So two, four. Eight, 16, I'd get up to 16 plus all the other ones. That's probably yep. like, what, 30,000? That's not bad. Sure. I'd do those five for 30 grand. All Sean had to do is rub crocodiles and wasps everywhere. <laughs> I don't like the wasp one. And if you ate that seal penis, that's like, it's good for your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Lowers your cholesterol. Brain function's going there. I feel guilty about the ones that I don't feel terrified of. <laughs> we'll just say three. Uh... Sean's doing the wasp thing, though, and I will not. So I'm probably just doing four. <laughs> okay, that, that sounds reasonable. I, I, Andy's going to run the whole gamut. All the topicals <laughs> are fine. I don't feel like shoving anything into my dick. You don't want any acid in there? <laughs> no, no acid, please. No, not today. <laughs> I feel like I've seen the guys from Jackass electrocute their paws, and they all seem fine. <laughs> I mean, relatively, I guess. They've nope. never seemed fine. <laughs> They're still alive, if that's what you mean. I'd, I'd probably do the five as well, because once we start getting up into things where it's like, I don't know, let's put something in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a secret button in there or something. <laughs> it's called the prostate. <laughs> Wrong hole, fellas. That's what the suppositories are for. I mean, radium suppository probably couldn't hurt you if you only used it once. Yeah, but you need to use it a bunch to get it to work. Yeah, no thanks. And then you poop glowing pellets. <laughs> poop uranium. That man's weaponized. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then, I guess that does it for this week, unless anybody has any more penises they want to throw in here. <laughs> I'm good. Then I guess we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks to my co-hosts for joining me today. Thanks to Gerard, our awesome editor. And thanks to you for tuning in. If you'd like more information about today's episode, check out our website at acidpoppodcast.podbean.com. You can join us on our subreddit, Acid Pop Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Acid Pop Podcast for updates almost every month. Or you can send us an email at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Why are you all ready to go right now, guys? Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Turn bedroom to 30%. Let's go home, guys. You got it. Setting three lights brightness to 30%. Oh, I didn't know you could get away with not saying the word lights. I always say lights. Well, put him in his cage. That'll take it out of him. If you rile him up, he's just going to bark when you leave him in there. Hi, Andy. Hello. The baby is asleep. Yeah, she had a hard day. <laughs> she was very ready to go to sleep tonight. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Everybody's here, Adam. Hello? Hello?
Hello. Was that us being so quiet? Hello. This is my podcasting voice. I like to talk like this. Uh, I guess we're both a little... Diddly. Yeah. It's not very big. Uh, I'm going to turn us up a little. Does it sound like I'm on old time radio? Hi, Adam. Hello. Okay. This is my voice when I'm pod... Okay. Yeah, that looks good. Pod hooking. Pod cooking. (laughs) Pod corking. I've got her on mute, but I think it's fine. Yeah. The right volume. Hello. Got the right stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Do you want to see me talk to? It's not the one I was thinking of. Thinking more like astronauts. If you like, I'm, I'm more worried about Andy and myself because we're going to be hosting. Oh. But we don't need to hear you tell <laughs> The right stuff. And now I'm thinking new, new kids. The right stuff. <laughs>